and welcome to In Bed With Too Many Pillows, Edinburgh Specials. Um, my name is Matilda Primrose Ingram. It's nice to have you back in bed with us. Uh, these specials are sponsored by Chai Theatre Works, which is a program run by the University of Chichester, without whom we would not be able to be here and give you these lovely specials. Um, we've had a really busy but brilliant week um, this week and last night we were at the Total Theatre Awards which were amazing. A big congratulations to all the nominees and the winners. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about our best shows in the last couple of days for five minutes and that's all we give ourselves uh, which is crazy because there's been some crazy good stuff so cramming it in feels unfair but that's, that's the style of the show. Um, I'm going to go first. Uh, by the way, our uh, podcast producer, I'm actually motioning to him at this point in time, which is absolutely no benefit to you. Uh, David Douse is back in to give his shows so that it's not just me rambling for 20 minutes instead and you have a little little break from my voice, which is nice. So yeah, David went first last time. I'm going to go first this time. I'm going to say what shows I'm going to say about now so that when I'm going really fast, you'll still know and I'm going to say the order that I'm going to mention them in. Um, so I'm going to talk about Black and White Tea Room Counselor, which was by Theatre Who Am, um, was part of the Korean season um, at the festival. Angry Allen by Penelope Skinner. And then Dressed, which was by This Egg, Made My Wardrobe, Untapped Underbelly, and The New Diorama Theatre. So, yeah. And I'm going to count myself in, am I? All right. <laughs> Three, two, one, go. So I'm going to start by talking about uh, Black and White Tea Room Counselor, which was in the Blue Rooms, which is part of the Assembly Rooms. Um, it was really early in the morning and it was just like such a beautiful way to start the day for me. Um, so the interesting thing about this show, just quickly, um, I'm not going to give away too many plot because it's so beautiful how it, the sort of plot does actually progress and how like the nuances come out, um, through the piece and you sort of wind with this story. Um, but on even days during the festival it's been in Korean and so it's got subtitles and that's where I saw it um and on odd days it's actually performed in English which I think is really cool and if I'd had more time I definitely would have seen it both ways around because I think that's a really uh interesting to see how that would have worked because I can't imagine it working um that but then I'd like to be proved wrong and like to see it the other way and it's about um a counsellor um and he's done many things over his life uh at time he was in the, it was in the police force and he was also um part of the church uh for a while in Korea and he talks about how he made it to this um point where he's counselling people from an old out of work tea room um, and then someone visits that he's supposed to be counselling and it sort of unfolds that he knows this other person and it sort of unfolds in that way. And it's just one of those sort of beautifully uh, crafted stories that's really got so many subtleties, but it's also really funny. If you like, um, it's got a very filmic feel to it, 
Um, I personally really love watching those sort of like um, films from all over, like international films and that and cinema. Um, so if you like that, it's really in that style. And I think that's beautiful in the theatre. You don't get to see work like that very often. But yeah, it's just beautiful. Um, I'm just clock the time, so I'm going to have to carry on. Angry Alan, right. So this was beautiful to have. And it's not beautiful, but it was brilliant to have it towards the end as like my uh, bookend for Ulster American um, because it's just, um, it's about a man's perspective, uh, an American guy uh, who's talking about the men's right men's rights campaign, and it's got all of these videos, and all the videos in it are real um, videos made by men's rights campaigners and activists online, and it's all about how women pretend that they've been oppressed, and it's very like anti-feminist, and it's really sort of darkly comic, but quite moving, and it was really. Uh, interesting to see a different side to it because it isn't another side of the argument because it's very much still feminist although it gives a very different take on it and I thought that was how it was handled with sort of multimedia style really worked and it's just this absolutely epic um, solo performance and this guy is fantastic he just handles it so well and how he sort of plays with the crowd and sort of is charming in a kind of like a why am I at all charmed by you kind of way um he he jokes about like postnatal depression and how difficult it was when his wife had it and things like that and so it's one of those things that he sort of drags along but in a sort of weird kind of way right now I've got to talk about dress because dressed was for me incredible it was the best thing I think I saw at uh, this fringe it's just a remarkable piece of work um it's beautifully done by these four girls who it's their debut piece as well and it's definitely I really hope it will tour and go around because if you can see it I know we're coming close to the end of the fringe, so it's more difficult to say, go and see it now. And I think it's pretty much sold out anyway. Um, but if it gets near you, you need to go see it. It's so beautifully crafted um, and is a really lovely way of telling a story um, about like assault and and all those sort of issues. But how it's done is such a personal, lovely thing. Um, I've run out of time, but I'm gonna slightly go over yeah, because I don't I don't, like I that, don't yeah. feel like it's given it justice. Um, and you know, it's my podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it is. It's just beautiful. It's about these four girls who've known each other since they're ten, and they tell this story, and it's about how it how to f- rebuild yourself um and in fact redress yourself after this event happens to one of the members of the group um look it up it's incredible and like i said i really hope it tours and i would definitely go see it again it actually properly made me cry which is pretty much a first for me in theater it was just a really but you came out of it and you felt like 
um, I don't know, you felt really different about it and it just was handled that way that I think when we, when as the audience came up, we all sort of felt it was sad, but there was a feeling to it that sort of brought us all together and there was a bit of like a bit more of a, even with something that's got such a strong message, there was a sort of craft to the message, which sounds ridiculous, but yeah. Yeah, it's a really amazing show. Really glad I saw it. <laughs> So yeah, that's my sort of five, that's about six, seven minutes. Um, over to you. Okay. Are you ready for this? Hang yeah, on. so I'm just going to quickly say what shows I'm talking about. Oh, go for it, yeah. Um, just in case you want to jump through to any specific show uh, that you want to listen to. So I'm going to be talking about four shows in my five minutes. Uh, I'm going to talk about Finding Fassbender by Lydia Larson at Pleasance. Uh, I'm going to be talking about How to Keep Time, A Drum Solo for Dementia by Antosh Wojcik. Really sorry if I've said that wrong, uh, but I intentionally watched videos of Antosh saying his name so that I could get it correct, uh, which was commissioned by Pend in the Margins. I'm also going to talk about what I talk about when I talk about running, uh, which is by Det Andre Tietcher or The Other Theatre, uh, which is what it translates from to and the last thing I'm going to talk about is Portraits in Motion by Volker Gerling um, so my time is starting now okay uh, I haven't got very long Finding Fassbender Lydia Larson it was so so good it was just so brilliantly told it's such a lovely piece it's so simple a lot of the pieces I'm talking about today are about simplicity and it's just like it's such a reminder that you can see a show and all you need is someone that can tell a story well and that's all you need to make really gripping theatre the text is so rich it's so fun Lydia's performance is absolutely brilliant just the way she snaps into different roles her vocal performance of all the accents is really good and you just are completely gripped by the story from start to finish I absolutely adored it 100% see it if you get the chance I don't know what he'll be doing post Edinburgh obviously you can go and see it tomorrow morning but just try and go and see it at some point I would really recommend it uh, the next one How to Keep Time uh, was another morning show um, Tilly and I both went to this uh, and we both absolutely loved it but I've been given the sort of role of talking about it um, so in the show, Antosh uh, has his electric drum kit uh, and the narrative of the show is about him trying to communicate with his grandfather who has uh, a type of dementia and he's trying to tap into the idea, or he's tapping into the idea that sound can activate memory and he can communicate with him using his drum kit. So he says about how he's brought his drum kit into the hospital ward and he plays plays for his grandfather, he plays to create these memories, to relive these memories of his grandfather. I was kind of intrigued by this as we went in. I was a little bit worried about it because I was like, what's going to be the thing that gives with this show? Is it going to be, you know, Antosh is a beautiful drummer and his text performance isn't going to be as good. And then I was like, no, his text performance is brilliant. All the elements of this show come together just to make something that was so enjoyable to watch, so powerful, so personal, 
a really great example of how you can tell an autobiographical story, but in a way that it completely opens out. It doesn't feel self-indulgent in any way. You completely empathize with everything that's going on. It's just stunning. And also, if you like heavy metal, which I do, there's the references to heavy metal drumming and like grind core and stuff like that. I absolutely loved um, just because it's so niche and hearing someone else talk about it, I was like, yeah, other people do listen to this. Um, what I talk about when I talk about running was my favorite thing that I've seen at the fringe because I like running. So I was completely, I knew I was going to love it kind of regardless of how good a show it was. Uh, and it just happened to also be a really, really good show. It's great fun. Frederick, the performer, is so, his text is so good and he's so funny. It completely undercuts itself in this amazing way where he's gone from this bit, I uh, described it the other day, he, he's gone from this kind of really powerful section about um talking about quitting uh, running this half marathon, how he just wants to give up. And he completely undercuts it by just describing a scene in the film The Holiday. But it works so well and it is so funny. Um, so what I talk about when I talk about running is a it's an adaption of a novel. Uh, and it's about how uh, Frederick was made to run the Oslo half marathon by the shop that he works for, uh, which is a sports shop. Uh, and he would be charged if he said that he wasn't going to enter it. Um, he'd have to pay the company his entry fee back. Um, and yeah, it kind of goes from there about how he wants to prove himself that he can run the Oslo half marathon. And the last show I'm talking about, Portraits in Motion, was so visually stunning. It was so beautiful. One of the people we're here with, Andy, saw this show in Germany, in German, and he loved it so much that he's been desperate to see it in English. And I was really lucky to get to go and see it. Uh, it's also on at Summer Hall, like three or two of the, or one of the others. Um, and it's so, oh, it's, you just sit in the space with uh, Volker and it's, so the flip books are incredible. It's, it's just Volker going through his flip books and explaining that he's a flip book artist. He makes flip books, um, using portrait images, using his camera, and he shows you how he does it. Uh, and he just goes through and he shows you, tells you the stories of the flip books. And um, they are so utterly just beautiful and stunning to look at. And that's my five minutes. You did better than me. Yeah. Considering you have more shows as well. This is why you, we fought over how to keep tuck, but you know, there was, it would have been a struggle for me. Yeah. <laughs> I use the word brilliant too many times, I think. Um, yeah. So that's pretty much it. Unless you've got anything else. No, I'm not. We did this, we got this last time and just, no, I don't have anything to add. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, don't forget to check out or other, if you've just come for the Edinburgh uh, specials, please can you go and have a look at our regular stuff. Um, and we're hoping to do like a roundup of the Fringe podcast to sort of finish it all off and sum it up. So that'll be coming out in a couple of days. Um, thank you to all the artists we've actually seen as well, because we've loved seeing your work and love talking about it. I hope sort of done it justice in these sort of brief seconds. Um, yeah, thanks yeah. for listening. Bye.